For the ones who know safety isn't a catchphrase, it's a culture. And the ones who help make sure everyone makes it home safe. For the safety-minded who watch everyone's backs, Granger offers supplies and solutions for every industry, as well as safety assessments and training to keep your facilities safe and your people safer. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Listen to one of this year's top true crime podcasts. Unknown Subject, Season 3 of WTOP's American Nightmare podcast is out now on all podcast platforms. A peaceful transition of power between Maryland's incoming and outgoing. One group that's advocated for public housing reforms in D.C. speaks up about new measures to address the issues. I'm Mike Marillo. Down day on Wall Street, closing both Thursday. The Dow was down 764 points. This is CBS News on the Hour, sponsored by Rocket Mortgage. I'm Christopher Cruz in Washington. On this vote, the yeas are 71 and the nays are 19. The 60-vote threshold having been achieved... The motion to concur is agreed to. The Senate on Thursday approving a one-week stopgap spending bill that averts a government shutdown on Friday. Congress now has a week to come to an agreement on a funding bill for the rest of the fiscal year. Twitter owner Elon Musk has suspended the accounts of at least eight journalists who covered him and the company. Reaction from CNET's Ian Shore. When he bought the company for $44 billion, he said he wanted to lower the guardrails of moderation and make Twitter a bastion of free speech. After seeing hate speech go through the roof, along with mass harassment campaigns, now he's deciding to unilaterally kick journalists off of the platform for reporting on the situation, which is part of their free speech. As predicted, more Americans are getting infected with the coronavirus. Heading into yet another winter and the ongoing battle against COVID. Death numbers are just beginning to rise. We obviously want to make sure that does not go any further. We know we can prevent nearly every death from COVID if people get their updated vaccines and people get treated. So um, we continue to, to press that message. Dr. Ashish Jha is the top coronavirus coordinator for the White House, which is making more free COVID-19 tests available to all U.S. households. Tom Foti, CBS News, Washington. At least 12 people have been killed in a landslide in Malaysia. More than 20 are missing. The BBC's Southeast Asia correspondent Jonathan Head says the dead and missing were at a campsite. It's quite a basic campsite. It's inside an organic farm in a very large area at about two in the morning they felt sort of almost like an, an underground explosion and a rumble and then this massive sort of landslide came down so it looks like part of a hill above the campsite broke away um, there hasn't been heavy rain that's usually the cause of landslides in these areas but of course it caught people while they were sleeping so a lot of people were buried in their tents former president trump's big announcement turned out to be that he's selling digital trading cards with his face on them for 99 dollars each the director of the center for politics at the university of virginia larry sabato wasn't impressed it's highly inappropriate one could even say extremely inappropriate for a former president and a presidential candidate to do something like this an annual report on capital punishment released today says public support for and use of the death penalty continued a more than two-decade decline in the U.S. this year. The report from the Washington-based Death Penalty Information Center says 18 people were executed in the, U- uh, in the U.S. this year. This is CBS News. Presented by Rocket Mortgage. Whether you're looking to purchase a new home or refinance yours, Rocket Mortgage can help you get there. For home loan solutions that fit your life, Rocket can.
Oil investments involve a high degree of risk. Actual results may vary. Oil keeps going up as the Russia conflict escalates. If you're an SEC-accredited investor and have at least 25000 liquid, you can take advantage of Encore Energy's projects and a huge tax savings for this year. With just one touch, you can listen live to WTOP on Apple CarPlay or Android Auto. Download the WTOP app and choose it in your car's display so you never miss the stories you want to know, the news you need to know, or the traffic you want to avoid. WTOP News. Everything you need, every time you listen on Apple CarPlay or Android Auto. Brought to you by Navy Federal Credit Union, where members are the mission. Visit NavyFederal.org. Insured by NCUA. WTOP at 203. Good Friday morning, December 16th, 2022. Welcome in. Any lingering showers ending by daybreak? Low in the 30s and 40s before we're done. We're at 39 in our nation's capital right now. Good morning to you. I'm Dean Lane. We thank you for taking us along for your 2 a.m. hour Friday morning ride. Topping the local stories we're looking at for you this morning, we begin with a pregnant woman whose body was found locally inside a Silver Spring apartment that has been identified this week. She was 26-year-old Denise Middleton. And Montgomery County police believe she was killed sometime, they say, back in October, more than a month before her body was actually found. Middleton's body was found while police were serving a search warrant, you'll remember, in the shooting death of a convenience store clerk a week ago. The cops searched 31-year-old Tory Moore's home. He's accused of shooting and killing the clerk during an argument. And now... He's charged with first-degree murder for Middleton's death. She had been shot several times. Investigators say it's believed that Moore was living in the apartment alongside Middleton's body. The chief medical examiner further says the fetus, a boy, would have lived if he'd been delivered at the time of the mother's death. Moore is also charged with first-degree murder for the death of a viable fetus. WTLP at 205. Those of us in Virginia could be seeing more tax cuts. Governor Glenn Youngkin making his pitch this week for additional budget amendments that include a billion in tax breaks. Youngkin says the state can afford it, even with a recession looming. Overtaxation of Virginians, buckets of federal money poured into Virginia during the pandemic, and yes, strong management practices have left us flush with cash. The governor presenting his budget amendments with split control. He'll need Democratic support to get them passed. He also wants to increase spending by $2.6 billion, with money going towards reversing COVID learning loss, raises for police, and a massive investment in overhauling the state's behavioral health services. In order for our great commonwealth to accelerate, we must work together. Lawmakers will tackle his proposals when the assembly comes back in session in January. Shana Stulen, WTOP News. Meantime, in Maryland, word that Governor Larry Hogan is apparently making preliminary budget recommendations to incoming Governor-elect Wes Moore at a time when the state has a big budget surplus. The state has roughly $2.5 billion in budget surplus. Maryland has uh, about a $3 billion rainy day fund. Moore will, be, uh, will submit his budget officially, the plan that he's putting out, to the General Assembly on January 20th, two days after he takes office. WTOP at 2.06 Friday morning. The D.C. Council will likely make some big decisions next week about the future of the city's embattled housing authority. This following the release of a scathing report earlier this year by the U.S. Department of Housing and Urban Development. 
And ahead of those council votes, a group is reacting to the proposals on the table right now. From stories of rats running around to mold covering walls, the HUD report, which prompted action from D.C. lawmakers on conditions at D.C.'s public housing units, has resulted in emergency legislation, which will go for a vote next week. But the bill introduced by the city council chair, Phil Mendelson, and Mayor Muriel Bowser doesn't have the support of one group that helps D.C. residents find housing because the bill seeks to do away with the current D.C.H.A. board. He says the problem with this approach focusing on this board like if they were the central problem when really there's a host of problems and they all seem to you know be centered with that executive staff and, and the staff in general. He does say another bill introduced by council members Alyssa Silverman and Brooke Pinto is more on the right track in his mind because it does leave room for community input. You can read more on this at WTOP.com. Mike Marillo, WTOP News. And responding to the comments, the mayor's office says in a statement that the administration believes the board needs a reset to better serve its residents and the agency's mission. Stay tuned. At Doctors Without Borders, we put patients first. And we go where we're needed most. We believe people deserve to be treated with compassion and dignity. We treat our patients completely free of charge and without regard to race, religion, or politics. And thanks to the six million people around the world who support our work, Doctors Without Borders will continue to put our patients first. Good Friday morning, December 16th. Welcome in to WTOP. Glad you're with us. Thank the Lord for the next You're with WTOP. The time now, Friday morning, is 2 Michael and Sons heating tune up for only $69. Michael and Sons. Driving and weather on the 8s and when it breaks. Good morning to Ian Crawford in the WTOP Traffic Center. Hello there, Dino. We start in Maryland on the Baltimore-Washington Parkway inside the Beltway through Chevrolet southbound. Right at that point where you have to choose whether to go toward Route 50, toward New York Avenue, or toward Route 201 and on toward DC 295 to get into the district via Eastern Avenue. That's where the crash is on that ramp that carries you toward Route 201 and DC 295. Adds an overturned tractor trailer said to be hauling lettuce. And so this one has the ramps blocked. I think you're staying to the right and I think you have to make your way into the district and double back around. I believe that is the configuration we have right now. No eyewitness accounts on this one. If you've got one, we'll take it. 866-304-WTOP. 270 southbound. The crash activity after I-370. Last report was blocking a right lane. Long distance voyagers getting through Baltimore with a bit of a show and not a good one. 95 northbound after the Fort McHenry Tunnel. The tractor trailer fire near Moravia Road. Exit 60 blocks the right side. On 50 between the Bay Bridge and the Bellway, we are in good shape. We go Go to Virginia. Beltway is in good shape between McLean and Alexandria. 95 and 395, no issues pending, no delays, and no work zones because of the dreadful weather. Ditto that on I-66. Green lanes right now between Haymarket and the Roslyn Tunnel. Watch your speed, watch your following distance so we can keep those lanes green. Looking for a new car? The wait is over. Fitzgerald Holland Mall has hundreds of new and used cars to choose from. Visit FitzMall.com. Transparency you can trust. I'm Ian Crawford, WTOP Traffic. We're looking at a pretty good-looking Friday. Sunshine. We'll see high temperatures that reach the mid to upper 40s, more than 48 in the city. Still rather breezy, though, so a little bit of a wind chill. On Saturday, 45 is in breezy, so wind chills in the 30s all day. And on Sunday, it's just plain cold. Highs in the upper 30s to around 40. Wind chills in the 20s most of the afternoon. I'm Storm Team 4, Chief Meteorologist Doug Cameron. Right now, we are looking at 41 degrees in College Park as well on the National Mall. 38 in Fairfax. We're at 39 in Holding in our nation's capital. Friday morning, December 16th, 2 a.m. hour. This check brought to you this morning by Long Fence. 
Save 15% on Long Fence decks, pavers, and fences. Go to longfence.com today and schedule your free in-home estimate. WTLP at 211. Good morning. Here's Shenandoah Spears, the Director of Application and Platform Services within NASA's OCIO on Federal Insights, sponsored by Rancher Government Solutions. In addition, we've also got and created a DevSecOps pipeline platform that allows us to do on-demand continuous integration and continuous deployment CD, utilizing containerization to automate the build, security scanning, and deployment process. Listen to the entire discussion on Federal News Network. Search Rancher Government Solutions. When security, speed, and scale are essential to your mission success, you need a partner who can deliver open source and cloud-native software solutions designed to address the unique security and operational needs of the U.S. government and military. Whether it's in the cloud, on-prem, or at the edge, Rancher Government Solutions offers the leading software stack for teams adopting containers, addressing the challenges of managing multiple Kubernetes clusters at scale while providing DevOps teams with integrated tools for running containerized workloads. Learn more at RancherGovernment.com. This is WTOP News. The Grub the Popcorn, you know we're going to the movies. New this weekend, the sequel to Avatar. The way of water connects all things. Before your birth and after your death. This morning, film critic Christian Toto on Avatar 2, The Way of Water, which is out actually 13 years after the original. It's got some of the same flaws as the first Avatar, but it is a ride. It is a spectacle. It looks amazing. And as much as I am a grumpy when it comes to 3D films... No one does 3D quite like James Cameron, and no one tells stories quite like him either. Now, it's set in Pandora. Once again, we've got our heroes from the first film. They're married. They've got children. They're happy. But then those sky people, the people from Earth, come calling, and they want to use this planet because the Earth is dying. And, of course, they are not exactly gentle and polite when it comes to getting what they want. So there's a conflict here again, and it pushes our heroes to the sea where much of the new film is set. Again, gorgeous, spectacular. You just can't say enough about the visuals. And James Cameron, the director, really is a, a fun storyteller. There are so many problems here, lots of plot holes, but he's putting on a razzle-dazzle show, and you really have to love and admire that. So for all the flaws, this is really enjoyable. I certainly recommend it. I can't imagine how different it will be at home without the 3D, without the big screen, because you want to see it in that setting as much as possible. Can we talk about a trend that we continue to see when it comes comes to Avatar or Doctor Strange or something from Marvel, people are going to rush to the theaters and fill those seats. But when it comes to other, we could say, in many cases, well-made movies, Oscar bait films, it's crickets at the theater right now. Yeah, so one thing I feared as the pandemic ebbed, and it seemed like people were indeed going back to theaters. What about the more mature, the more sophisticated, the more adult-oriented stories? Will people see them in theaters? Now, there have been select examples where they have. Elvis certainly had an older skewing audience at very well over the summertime. The Woman King made decent amount of money at the box office. They get older skewing, but we've seen movies like She Said and Tar and Till and The Fablemans and Bones and All just really struggling in the marketplace. So this could be a blip or this could be the new normal where maybe those films go straight to streaming or they pop up on video on demand services. And then the razzle dazzle, the big Marvel movies, maybe they occupy the theater. You know, it's too soon to tell, but the early indications are that could be where things are headed. Maybe the 2023 Oscar season will tell a different story. Breaking stuff for you to watch this weekend. That's Christian Toto of Hollywood and Toto.com on Skype. 
with our Dimitri Sotis. You are listening to 103.5 FM at WTOP.com. Sports at 15 and 45, powered by Red River. Technology decisions aren't black and white. Think red. Good Friday morning, December 16th, 2.15 in the morning. Sports time and Rob Woodfork's turn this morning. If you listen to the Capitals, they played as well as they had throughout their five-game win streak, but it still came to an end with a 2-1 loss to the Dallas Stars. Charlie Lindgren. Yeah, I mean, that's the frustrating part about hockey. I thought we played really well tonight. And, you know, they got that uh, the power play goal and then a, a lucky bounce. I think we were looking for a bounce like that all night. We couldn't get one. Lindgren made 24 saves while his counterpart, Jake Ottinger, more than doubled that with 45 saves to prevent Alex Ovechkin from tying Gordy Howe for second on the all-time goals list. But Ovi did notch his 645th assist on Connor Sheary's 10th goal of the season. That ties Ovi with Bobby Orr for 70th in assists all-time. On Thursday Night Football, the San Francisco 49ers clinched the NFC West title with a 21-13 win in Seattle. That pushes the Seahawks even further in the commander's rearview mirror in the NFC wildcard race. But Washington has a banged-up offensive line, and their top two running backs were limited in practice, so Dave Preston said in this week's D.C. Sports Huddle. You hate to see the offense run dry. Taylor's been able to make a lot of plays behind a makeshift offensive line. He's, they've been able to make the whole of this offense equal more than the sum of its parts. And you're worried that, gosh, is this where the things finally crater? We break down the primetime matchup with the Giants, rant further about tie games in the NFL, and discuss whether it's time to worry about the Terps in this week's D.C. Sports Huddle on WTOP.com or wherever you get your podcasts. Rob Woodfork, WTOP Sports. Party thanks, Rob. 216, Friday morning, December 16th on WTOP. Welcome in. David Copperfield called her an exceptional new talent in magic. This weekend, she brings a magical Cirque Christmas to National Theater. We have some crowd favorites, right? Everybody loves a really good high-energy juggler. Everybody loves some great hand-to-hand and traditional acrobatics and some really great aerial acts. Carissa Hendricks, a.k.a. Lucy Darling, says the time travel storyline provides holiday tunes from multiple eras. Definitely Mariah Carey. You're going to hear some really lovely, like, rock around the Christmas tree. You're going to hear Underneath the Tree and the great thing is we have this incredible vocalist on tour with us, Audrey. It's not just like a recording that you're so sick of hearing at the mall. It's this incredible voice. I mean, she was on The Voice. She's unbelievable. Find out more on WTOP.com. Jason Fraley, WTOP News. WTOP News time Friday morning now, 2.17. The top stories we're following for you this early Friday morning, 2 a.m. hour on WTOP. The Senate votes on a spending bill to avoid a government shutdown. It will keep things running until just before Christmas. Final vote this week, 71-19. Experts and D.C. leaders got together to discuss the city's plan for reducing gun violence. And the Biden administration is being blocked again from getting rid of the Trump era Remain in Mexico program. Federal judge in the case has put White House efforts on hold for now. The controversial policy sends certain non-Mexican citizens who came into the U.S. back to Mexico instead of actually detaining them. Stay with us here at WTOP for more on these developing stories. On this Friday morning, December 16th, where the time now is 2.18. Good morning. 
traffic and weather on the 8s and when it breaks. Ian Crawford's with us in the WTOP Traffic Center. Once again, we begin in Prince George's County, Maryland, on the Baltimore-Washington Parkway. Inside the Beltway, the crash activity at the split between Route 50 and Kenilworth Avenue, which we carry you toward DC 295. That is where the crash is involving an overturned tractor-trailer. The right side should be getting by. That would take you on toward New York Avenue, and I think that's the only way you're going to be able to negotiate this one because if you try to go left, you can't do it. There's a bunch of lettuce and a truck in the way. On the northbound BW Park, we're getting first reports of a crash near 450. First responders heading that way now looking for it. Watch for their flashing lights and watch for any sudden movements out there in the darkness and the wet and the yuck. On 270 southbound after I-370, looks like they're still holding that right lane for the crash activity. That one had all traffic stopped for a time, but now still just one right lane blocked now. Southbound 270, the main travel lanes after I-370. Local lanes are okay. On 95 between the beltways, we are okay. Long-distance voyagers having an issue getting around some truck fire activity through Baltimore. This is going to be northbound 95. After the Fort McHenry Tunnel, it's going to be near Moravia Road, exit 60, and the truck fire blocking the right side. On the beltway through Montgomery and Prince George's County, we are good. And then we cross the big bridges into Virginia. Beltway remains quiet. Please, by all means, exercise caution. More following distance, less speed, and let's keep those lanes open. 95 BW Park, uh, 95 and 395 in Virginia, that's where you're going to find issues not pending right now. Everything is fine. 66 as far west as Haymarket. Both directions in the clear. Ian Crawford, WTLP Traffic. And we're tracking what should be a pretty chilly couple of days here. Your Friday, not too bad. Going to be a little breezy, but we will see some sunshine. High temperatures in the mid to upper 40s, so temperatures close to average for this time of year. But as we make our way into the weekend, yeah, that's when the cold air moves in. Highs only in the low 40s on Saturday with a wind chill in the 30s all day. Sunday, really cold. Highs in the upper 30s to around 40 with wind chill in the 20s just about all afternoon. So bundle up this weekend. I'm Storm Team 4, Chief Meteorologist Doug Kammerer. Right now we're at 39 in Rockville, 37 in Ashburn. It's 40 in District Heights. We're at 39 in Holding in our nation's capital this early hour. Traffic in the D.C. region is constantly changing. If you spot a major incident that we're not already reporting, call the WTOP Traffic Center at 866-304-WTOP. That's 866-304-WTOP. You're with Dean Lane on WTOP. Now we turn to a follow-up this morning on a story WTOP has actually been updating for you for years. How excited would you be to have, say, a metro station in Georgetown? Or how about getting to National Harbor on Metro Rail? These plans have actually been discussed for, in some cases, decades. But as NBC4 transportation reporter Adam Tuss tells us this early morning, now the federal dollars may finally be there to get these projects underway. I think the big news here is that the new general manager is understanding that if he wants to get this project done, now is the time. At a board meeting last week, he was telling his board and Metro officials that, look, the federal money that's been given to public transportation or allocated for projects like this, it exists right now. But you go four or five years down the line, all that money will likely be dried up. And there's never any guarantee that that kind of money is going to be available again. And so what he's saying is this project, which will have a price tag, in the billions, no doubt. And it's not going to be able to be done without any sort of federal funding. So the, the general manager is saying, let's get an alternative plan identified, and then we can go ahead and apply for federal funding and then take the next step from there. Talk about the Blue Line Loop. 
Tell us more about what would be happening there with it. The Blue Line Loop is just one of the possibilities for how the Blue Line could be split and sent off into a different direction. This one makes a lot of sense if you take a look at it from a perspective of where it goes in terms of Georgetown, National Harbor, going across the Wilson Bridge, which does have space for a heavy rail line, and then linking back up to the existing metro system. The real issue here with the Blue Line is that the Roslyn station right now, as it is, is becoming way too crowded trying to get the silver, orange, and blue lines all through there at the same time. So metro planners are realizing that if they want to unlock what is the bottleneck of the metro system, the Roslyn station, they're going to have to build another tunnel under the Potomac in that area at some point. Now, some people who claim to know local history believe that the people of Georgetown fought tooth and nail to keep a metro station out of their neighborhood all these years and all these decades. Is that really true? Well, Dimitri, this part of our D.C. history is actually never been proven to be completely true. It's actually more urban myth and urban legend than anything else. And if you go back and you start taking a look at the reason why Georgetown never got a metro station in the first place when the metro system was being built in the 60s and 70s, is that the rock in that area, the geology, was really hard to dig through. It was something that prevented the planners and the construction crews at that time from getting in there. The thinking now Nowadays is that construction has come far enough along that building a new station in there would be totally doable. But that part that Georgetown residents, while some Georgetown residents might be happy that there's not a metro station there, there was never really a huge pushback to building a station there. What's your final thought about all this? I think it's exciting to think about new metro extensions, right? I mean, this isn't the only one that people are talking about. There's a lot of people who wanted to go to Prince William County to go down Route 1 in Fairfax County toward Fort Belvoir. Some people wanted to go to BWI. Everyone has their own metro extension that they want to see happen. I think personally what Metro really needs to do now that the Silver Line is open is they really need to focus on increasing the frequency of trains and buses, focus really heavily on what they have right now and making that work perfectly and then we can get into some of the other stuff. But this really what we're talking about here with the Blue Line splitting off, this is years and years down the line. Talking Metro Rail this morning, NBC4 Transportation reporter and WTOP alum Adam Tuss with our Dimitri Sotis. You are listening to 103.5 FM at WTOP.com. I'm so stressed about my business not being ready for the holidays. Uma. What is that? Meditation? I'm recommending the Uma cloud phone system with auto attendant and more than 35 features. Uma? Yep. Switching to Uma is a cinch. Starts at $19.95 per month per user, plus taxes and fees. Uma. Now you're feeling it. Visit Uma.com. That's O-O-M-A dot com to learn more. Uma. Smart communications for the smarter business. WTOP at 225. Funny news, each half hour, 25 and 55. Friday morning, December 16th, a preview of your business day now on WTOP. This is a Bloomberg Money Minute. As we head into the final week of the holiday season, retailers have some catching up to do. The government says retail sales in November fell by the most in 11 months, six-tenths of one percent, just as the holiday season should have been ramping up. Slow sales have left some stores with stockrooms packed to the rafters. From small boutiques to big department stores, merchants are telling the owners of Vans, Guess, Hanes, and other brands not to send any more stuff. Researchers at Alex Partners say inventories at the 20 biggest publicly held clothing chains were up 26% in the third quarter versus 2019. 
And it appears that more consumers are falling behind on their credit card bills. Both Capital One and Discover say charge-offs rose from October to November. Credit card stocks fell across the board yesterday, led by Discover's nearly 4.5% drop. From the Bloomberg Newsroom, I'm Larry Kofsky on WTOP. Hiring the right talent is my number one priority for my growing company. I used to believe that if you post it, they will come was the only way to recruit new employees. However, after months of being ghosted by candidates and having more empty chairs than employees made me fire the dot coms and reach out to 2060 Digital. Their team of experts created and managed a custom marketing strategy to help me reach and hire the best candidates for my growing company. Their social media experts created ads that highlighted our facility. Their email experts developed a B. Start a journey, not a fad. Kick off your fitness journey with up to $500 off Peloton Bike, Bike Plus, or Tread packages. Choose the package that will take your training to the next level with accessories like our cycling shoes, heart rate band, non-slip grip dumbbells, and more. Join now and you'll see why 92% of households that start the year with Peloton are still active a year later. All access membership separate. Offer ends January 8th, 2023. Excludes Bike, Bike Plus, and Tret Basics. See additional terms at OnePeloton.com.